Hello, and welcome to The Advantage Investor, a Raymond James Limited podcast, a podcast that provides perspective for Canadian investors who want to remain knowledgeable, informed, and focused on long-term success. We are recording this on October the 13th, 2022. I'm Chris Cooksey from the Raymond James Corporate Communications and Marketing Department. Today, I'm looking forward to speaking with Senior Advisor in our Charitable Giving Program, Diana Mao. Welcome to the Advantage Investor, Diana. Thanks for taking the time today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Chris. Well, uh, I, I'm excited to have you here because uh, obviously in Canada, and I'll just specify Canada because recently we were number one in, on the Bulgarian um, charts for Apple Podcasts. So I just want to make sure uh, wow. my Bulgarian listeners know that uh, it is the Canadian Thanksgiving that we just celebrated. And I think that the, makes the subject matter we're going to discuss today very, very relevant. And I'm guessing you would agree. Yeah, so Thanksgiving was just this past Monday, and the holiday season has traditionally always been the time of year when giving back is top of mind. You know, it signals the start of giving season, which is why I thought this would be a perfect time for us to speak about the mechanics of charitable giving, specifically strategies to maximize donations while minimizing taxes and structuring charitable legacy with the Raymond James Charitable Giving Fund program. I would agree with that. Um, And now, you know, you mentioned charitable giving funds. Um, I know they're, they've been called different things in the marketplace. So maybe just give us a, a quick overview uh, of what you mean by charitable giving fund. Sure, no problem. So the charitable giving fund here at Raymond James is actually a donor advice fund program or DAF for short. So DAFs are essentially a charitable investment vehicle uh, established on behalf of a donor to house and grow their donated assets. And then over time, the donor can recommend grants to be sent out to fund any of their favorite charities. So at Raymond James, our charitable giving fund can be set up with an initial donation of $100,000 or more in cash or other assets, things like shares of publicly traded companies, mutual fund units, or even ETFs, uh, just to name a few. So you get to name your fund when you establish one. Most people name their fund after family or a charitable cause. So for myself, you know, I might name it the Mao Family Foundation, for example. Um, That's quite popular. Or I can, you know, one of our uh, clients named their charitable giving fund LARC, which stands for Local Acts of Random Kindness, which I thought was a fantastic name. So anyone can, you know, be very creative with with the name that they choose for the charitable giving fund. Um, Your Raymond James advisor will invest and manage the assets in the charitable giving fund uh, in in accordance with the Raymond James Canada Foundation investment policy. And then over time, the funds in your charitable giving fund grow on a tax-free basis. So grants can be dispersed to charity, Uh, as long as it's a CRA registered charity or qualified donee, any of the charities that you support will be eligible to receive funding from your charitable giving fund. All right. Well, that sounds good. Sounds like it's almost like a simplified foundation type thing. Um, So what are the benefits of of a charitable giving fund? Great question. So I'll start with the benefits from an estate planning perspective. So a charitable giving fund allows you to easily structure and organize your charitable gifts and your charitable intentions. Say you would like to say leave money to several different charitable organizations. You could create a will and list the charities you want to leave a gift to and how much in your will. However, this could create issues down the line. So if uh, in time those charities cease operations or maybe they significantly change their mandate, 
and perhaps in the future you might not want to support them. If that's the case, you'll have to change the charities that you've listed on your will. And so there's going to be additional costs to you to do that because you'll have to update the will or add a codicil to your will. With a charitable giving fund set up either during your lifetime or upon death, it can be used to accept all your charitable requests. The charitable giving fund will ask you to complete a letter of wishes document. Uh, and this document lists the charities or charitable causes that you want to support. And this letter will be used to direct annual grants from your charitable giving fund. This letter can be changed or updated at any time without having to update your will. And so that's a great alternative. So sorry, if I could just ask a couple questions there. Sure. Um, so you wouldn't need a lawyer at this stage. You're just dealing with your Raymond James advisor for it? Yes, exactly. So if you did want to leave a gift in your will, you would do one gift to your charitable giving fund. And then with the letter of wishes, that will direct how the Raymond James Canada Foundation will send out annual grants to those charities. And it could be specific charities or could it just be a specific cause and then the foundation or your advisor helps uh, direct that? Yes, absolutely. You can do both. So you can list specific charities that you want to support as well as the charitable causes that you want to support. Okay. So you can have, for example, um, the Salvation Army. But you can also say, well, I also want to support environmental causes, okay. but you haven't listed a chair, chair specific charity, in which case the Raymond James Canada Foundation will look for charities on your behalf that fit your charitable intentions. Sure. And then we will disperse to the charities that match. All right. And what happens if um, you pass away? Does, does this end or can you have a successor? Um, run the fund? That's a fantastic question. And the answer is yes to both. So you have quite a lot of flexibility in terms of the succession planning around your charitable giving fund. You can either name a successor advisor. So you can choose a family, friend, a coworker, anyone really to succeed your fund. Somebody that you would like to take on uh, the direction of your charitable giving fund upon succession. So this person will then be able to name the charities that they like to support. Or alternatively, you can just leave us a letter of wishes. And that will be what determines um, the grants that we send out. And in that letter of wishes, you can tell us, I would like my fund to continue indefinitely. In which case, that's what we'll do. As long as there's funds in your account, we will continue to fund the charities that you like. Or you can tell us, you know, I would like to support these charities over a 10-year period, at which time I'd like to wind down the fund. And we can do that as well. So lots of flexibility right. in terms of planning your succession. And I imagine there's some sort of tax benefit this way rather than getting receipts from X number of uh, charitable places. Exactly. Um, this may simplify it a bit. Is that true? That's right. So with a charitable giving fund, you can centralize your giving. All of your tax receipts will be in one place. All of your uh, granting information will be in one place. So any given year, you can ask us to provide you with the list of charities that you've supported over the years and to really know the impact that you've had with your giving. Excellent. Um, and now, it's important to have your advisor help you with this, I imagine, because you want to make sure it fits uh, great into your financial plan or well into your financial plan. That's right. So um, 
I want to talk a little bit about starting a charitable giving fund during your lifetime. And this is probably the most effective way to support your current giving and reap the rewards of being charitable during your lifetime. So again, you know, it allows you to organize your charitable gifts and tax receipts in one place, plan your donations as part of your financial plan to minimize taxes. For example, say you've done very well in the stock market and you have a number of appreciated securities with high capital gains. Normally, when you sell those shares and crystallize those capital gains, 50% of the gain is taxable at your mar marginal tax rate. When you donate those shares in kind, and that means donating them as they are as stock to the charity uh, of your choice, uh, or to your charitable giving fund that you've established, the entire capital gains tax associated with those shares is completely eliminated. So no tax at all on the appreciation of those shares. And I guess the, that's good, obviously, for the receiving organization because they get a nice big gift um, to help them. Uh, so I buy 100 shares of whatever, Bell Canada, that goes up significantly. I think that's a great uh, donation because for me, I don't, I don't necessarily need that fund, those funds, and why pay taxes if I don't need those funds? Here you go, charity. Uh, here's my gift to you, and uh, they benefit, and you benefit. Exactly, and you know, once you make that donation and you eliminate your capital gains, you can, you know, if you believe in that company, you can purchase, purchase it again. Absolutely, right. yeah, yeah. Back to there's always someone that will uh, help you buy stocks <laughs> or, or or investment products for sure. Now. Um, are you allowed to donate to other people's uh, charitable giving fund or uh, uh, do I have to start one and just I have to fund my own? No, you can absolutely have others donate to your charitable giving fund. So the Raymond James Charitable Giving Program also supports our clients' fundraising efforts. So we can custom build a donation portal where family, friends, uh, anyone really can donate via credit card or other methods to your charitable giving fund. And these third-party donors will also receive a tax receipt for their gift. Um, I find that this really simplifies fundraising events so that you don't have to worry about collecting cash donations, but instead you can direct your donors to your webpage and all of that data is co collected. This is great because we can then provide you with a list of your supporters so you can maybe send them a thank you note for their for their gifts. That's a great idea. Now, um, we, we talked a, little, a bit about tax and obviously we're not tax advisors here at Raymond James for my, my compliance friends. We, we understand we're not tax advisors, but um, I'm sure there's some general tax benefits of these charitable donations that you can discuss. So maybe we can hit that now. Yeah, and I'll provide a very sort of general overview of these tax benefits. And they are quite generous really for uh, donors, especially those who earn income tax at the top marginal tax bracket. So there are two donation tax credits available, a federal donation tax credit and a provincial donation tax credit. The tax credit rates differ depending on the amount of the donation and the donor's income. So generally speaking, for the first $200 of any charitable donation in the year, the federal donation tax credit rate is 15%. But this increases to 29% for all donations over $200. And on top of this, there's also a provincial donation tax credit where there is a lower rate for the first $200 of the donation in the year and then a higher rate for the donation over $200. So this usually corresponds with the lowest and highest marginal tax brackets per province. However, there's actually an additional third tier for those who earn income tax at the highest marginal tax rate. So those who get taxed at the 33% federal tax rate 
they'll also get their donation tax credit calculated at the 33% rate. So if that's you, overall, you can get back as much as 54% of your donation as a tax credit. Oh, that's great. All right. Now let's just finish off with this one. Um, we You mentioned earlier the in-kind donations of, uh, of whatever uh, ETFs or, or stocks or um, mutual funds. Uh, but what are some of the other donation strategies that are available? That's a great thing about the client philanthropy program at Raymond James is that we work with other specialists in financial planning, in tax, insurance, and uh, our trust company as well to take into account your personal financial circumstances so that we can recommend strategies tailored to you, your family, and your businesses. So let's say you were awarded stock options as part of your compensation package. Typically, upon vesting, the difference between the value of the stock options when awarded and the fair market value of the shares when exercised is a taxable benefit to you and fully included in income. If certain conditions are met, a stock option deduction of 50% of the taxable benefit is available. And here's the great part. If you then donate the proceeds of your stock option exercise to charity or to your charitable giving fund, um, then you get another 50% deduction which effectively makes your stock option exercise a tax-free benefit. Ah. And so this strategy is on top of the tax credit that you already received. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Well, Diana, um, as you mentioned off the top, and and we talked about charity, uh, obviously is a very important part uh, of of society. And and we always have charities that are looking for things. So I really want to thank you for sharing your thoughts and insights today. Um, I imagine um, the best course of action for those interested is to reach out to their um, Raymond James advisors to discuss this. And they, of course, have access to your knowledge and your ability to help. So um, I just really want to thank you. It's really nice to hear about quote unquote, good things being done out there. A lot of bad headlines out there. So I really appreciate you uh, joining us and I hope you will come back again. I hope so as well. Thank you so much, Chris. Subscribe to The Advantage Investor on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. As I mentioned, contact your advisor with any questions you have. On behalf of Raymond James and The Advantage Investor, thank you for taking the time to listen today. And until next time, stay well. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Statistics and factual data and other information are from sources Raymond James Limited believes to be reliable, but their accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Information is furnished on the basis and understanding that Raymond James Limited is to be under no liability whatsoever in respect thereof. It is provided as a general source of information and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any product and should not be considered tax advice. Raymond James advisors are not tax advisors and we recommend that clients seek independent advice from a professional advisor on tax related matters. Securities related products and services are offered through Raymond James Limited, member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Insurance products and services are offered through Raymond James Financial Planning Limited, which is not a member of Canadian Investor Protection Fund.